Dobar dan, prijatelji. Did you know that there is a way to support the Let's Learn Creation podcast and YouTube channel and get extra content? Tony D, how can they find it and gain access? It's super easy. There's a couple of ways. If they go to our website, www.letslearncreation.com, they will see a Buy the LLC a Coffee button at the bottom of each page. They can also find it in our link tree from the LLC Pod Instagram page, and it's also linked in the show notes of each of our YouTube video lessons. Once they get there, they can choose to buy us as many coffees as they want, or they can opt in to becoming an LLC member. Odlično, Tony D. Absolutely. For $5 a month, you can become a Kikiriki member. As a member, you'll receive a shout-out on the pod thanking you for all to hear. And in the mail, we'll send you a handwritten letter from yours truly thanking you supporting all things LLC, an official LLC member magnet, an LLC sticker, and automatic entry into each LLC raffle that we do for as long as you remember. And for $10 a month, you can become a Smokefa member and get everything I just mentioned and so much more. DJ Mo, what kind of content do we have available? Lots! With the Smokefa membership, you unlock a quiz for almost every lesson we've made. We have over 90 lessons from our podcast, and our goal is to have a quiz for every one of them. There's also all the songs and lyrics, so you too can sing along with us and learn the Hrvatsky language in a whole new way. We also have the audio from our dialogues and their written parts, so you can follow along with a few of our native-speaking friends of the pod, as well as the full Priche with Pepo audio and transcripts. And lastly, our version of a Croatian phrase, Pocket Guide, to help jumpstart your language journey and have you start communicating sooner. Puno hvala for taking time to listen to our podcast and watching our YouTube videos. We try to share as much Croatian language, culture, and travel content as we can. We hope you find our non-scholastic, conversational and Croatian language approach helpful and are able to support our efforts. Pono hvala i čuvajse! Welcome to episode 42 of Let's Learn Croatian. We have a very exciting episode for you today. We've uh, thank you very much, DJ Mo. Wow, all of them are playing. He's on, I'm going to press all it. the buttons. Yeah, all the buttons are going. We've got a, a it, hope. Hope everyone's hungry for some desserts because we usually always are. Let me introduce the team here. We got Gospodin Tony D. Tony D. Kakositi. Tony. Yeah, sam dobro. Are you excited to eat some desserts tonight? Yes, I am. Odlično, super DJ Mo Kakositi. Ah, uh, ja se zovem Odlično. Your your your, your no, name. No, my is... name is Odlično. Okay, uh, you changed it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, well ja said. This is super. Bravo, predivno. Well done, guys. I'm glad you're feeling good because it's going to be a, a fun show. Let's get the party started. I mean, party is raging in full effect. Yeah, it's a festa, right? It's a festa. <laughs> Tony D, let's get some posta going with Tony D. You've got posta. Hey, everybody. Tony D here with some posta for you. Uh, we got some some great messages from a lot of you. Uh, call us calling in on the phones, you know, hotline. 
Um, <laughs> so we need, we need a hotline. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I mean, That would be great, need. but kind of also not great. Um, what, what do they call it? Who's standing by? Um, <laughs> Operator standing, standing, standing by. Operator standing by. How many Take times can call. I hit ignore call in one day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave the, the phone off the hook. If, if you really want to call, guys, make sure you do the message. Yes. The only deal, I'll get back to you. Yeah, yes. I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll listen to all those messages. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But I do have uh, a couple of, a couple of posters for you today. One from Bruce M. from Mexico. Sweet. Yeah, Bruce wrote, uh, wrote in on Instagram. He said, hola, chicos. I love your program. I really enjoy it and learn a lot. Not just the language, but history and interesting facts. So, fala. I like are... Chico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chicos are good. I can call the Chico. So. Uh, he says, you are super funny. Have a great week. Saludos de Mexico. Oh, muchas gracias. Muchas gracias, Bruce. Yeah, thank you so much, Bruce. Glad you enjoy it. Yeah. He didn't cool. He didn't give us any creation connection as to why. He's no, listening. Just but listening. That's, I'm all good with that. Yeah. He called just, me a chico. Just pure, cool. the, the pure comedy of LLC is appeasing That to took him. me back. Yes. All my aunts and uncles. Oh, yeah, chico. They call you chico? Well, they call all the guys. Every, anybody whose name they couldn't remember who he's young. <laughs> chico. That's like saying Molly. Hey, Molly. Yeah, hey, Molly, yeah, totally, little kid. Totally. Yeah, that's exactly hey, a. Hey, you. Yeah, yeah basically. But yeah. I like it. I like it. Yes. That's nice. Puna Bruce. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, we also got uh, one from uh, listener Thomas B., actually, longtime listener. He yes. uh, wrote back in and actually sent us a sweet little. Uh, well, actually, he wrote it for his. made a video for his girlfriend. It was of ours. Uh, Spavai, Spavai. Sing along. Yes, Spavai, Spavai Draga. Yes. Yeah, so he's doing a cover of a song that we did, which is a cover. So he's covering a cover of a cover. Uh, he's covering mm-hmm. our cover of, yeah. of a real song. Yeah. yeah. And he knocked it out of the park. Heck yeah. Holy cow. Yes. So this guy took our mediocreness and uh, he put it up. <laughs> he, he, he just spun it in the miracle, magical machine that is the, right. his brain and was able to pull out something even better than we can conceive. So, oh, yeah. Um, Let's take a listen because it's pretty phenomenal. And the ringer on the piano. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I really appreciate you letting us play that on the air. Thomas Puno Tejuala. That, that was superb. Odlich, no. Very, totally very nice. cool. And uh, I don't know if anybody caught it, but the, the piano player was playing similar to what a harp harpist would play. Yeah. It's just phenomenal. Like just those <laughs> yeah. fancy fingers that guy's got. Yeah. And Thomas cranking it, man. I, I don't know what, uh, 
what you, you how this happened or how it came to you or to, to take it this far, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm really glad you did. I think it's did. called a girlfriend. Well, yeah. well that, that's it. Love. 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 Well done, Thomas. Love. Love will, will send a lot Very of ships cool. out to sail. There Very cool. Punotikwala. I think that's it for Poshta. Punotikwala, uh, uh, Tony D. Excellent Poshta. Um, we are moving along with the show. We've got a great language lesson. I have to, I have to say, actually, thank you. I have to say, Kuala Winat. That's my aunt in Croatia. She, she helped me out with a couple of words for this episode, which is great. And a really quick, uh, really quick uh, story about this. Her name is Yatsinta. And if you, if you, if you don't know, there's another. Another woman in the world with the name Yatsinta, but but it's pronounced Jacinda, who is the Prime Minister of New Zealand. And she's another superwoman who did magical stuff for her country. Wina Yatsinta is also a superwoman in Croatia. We, we, uh, we decided that the other, the other day when we talked. Mm-hmm. So, Wina for helping me out with some of these words. Let's get things rolling. And first of all, let's remind you all the phrases, all the translations on our website. Let's learn Croatian.com. Tony. Are you ready? Da. DJ Mo? Da. Okay. So DJ Mo is pressing buttons. He's uh, editing. He's looking looking busy over there. First of all, today is um, this episode is releasing on March 29th, 2021. Very excellent time. This coming Sunday is a special day in a lot of countries, a lot of Catholic countries. It's Easter. Easter Sunday mm-hmm. coming up, right? So we, we want to learn how to say Happy Easter in Croatian. Awesome. The way to say Happy Easter in Croatian, Tony, Sretan, just like how we start with Sretan Božić, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's merry or happy, Sretan. The word for Easter is Uskurs. Sretan Uskurs. Bravo. Sretan Uskurs. Sretan Uskurs. So very, very big holiday is Easter Sunday. Also, you have Easter Monday, which is the actual the, the holiday everyone spends home from work. They get that day off too. Got it? Nice. A nice holiday. Easter egg hunts. It's the last day of, you know, Lent. So hopefully you're going to be, uh, whatever you gave up, like a lot of people give up sh- sweets, you're going to have uh, candy that day. Indulge. Don't, right. If you, if you gave up <laughs> studying Croatian for 40 days, mm-hmm. thankfully there you're there set is. up for it here. Yep. That's okay. my excuse. Yes. <laughs> our episode, our lesson episode today is going to be centered around food. Ooh, I wonder why. Yes, there's... A big common thing the three of us have is a love for food and a love for eating food and cooking, baking it too. So we've got a, a good baking uh, thing, in, thing in our minds. So also, this references a, we got an email from Austin from Vancouver. He was a question we had in episode 40. Would love to learn how to give compliments on food. Austin, this yeah. one's for you. So we're going to kind of keep things rolling. So first thing we're, we're going to learn is the word for food, mm. right? So we're going to come back to that. One there, Tony. The word for food is hrana. Hrana. Got it. Mm. Hrana. Give me some of that hrana. Yeah. Hrana. So that HR beginning is the same as in Hrvatska, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hrana. Hrana. Hrana is food. So now we're going to learn three ways, the three meals of the day. Some of us have four or five, depending on where you're from. And I think that's in a lot of countries. But let's stick to the, to the three basics that we all know. The word for breakfast is doruchak. Doruchak. Very nice. Doruchak. Doruchak. Odlično, Tony. So the word for lunch is ruchak. Ruchak. 
Right. So there's the same word as yeah. in doruchak, right? So ruchak is the word for lunch, which in Croatia, most of the time is the main meal. It's the mm-hmm. afternoon meal. It's the solid meal, right? It's the big one. So if people come home from work. You're going to have that one with your family traditionally. You know, maybe things are changing now. So ruchak is the word for lunch. Ruchak. Ruchak. Well, let's know. So doruchak is before breakfast, like up until, up and, up, I'm sorry, up until lunch. So doruchak basically means the meal before lunch. Ruchak is lunch. So the do part is kind of before. All, not necessarily, you know, like perfect. You wouldn't say, pre, like yeah, pre. it's not, it doesn't mean before, but yeah, let's say pre or leading up until, right? It's, it's got that vibe. It's not a perfect translation. The pre-gaming too. Thank you. Yeah. Pre-game up until lunch. So like if you've been out partying all night, this, this happened to me in one summer in Croatia. Oh. Like if, you, if you're out p- partying all night, you know, studying hard <laughs> and learning about Croatian culture up until four o'clock in the morning. And like you, one does. Right. Yeah. Most people do when yeah, they're very in their, common thing in their early 20s <laughs> in the su- in summer, Croatian summers. Mm-hmm. You wake up at 11 o'clock <laughs> because it was a long night and you have breakfast. And all of a sudden, two hours later, you're going to have the biggest meal of the day. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a tall order. Mm-hmm. It's a tall order. And you can't be disappointing people you're staying with that you're not going to eat a big lunch. So yep. get that out of your head right now. So. Ruchak is lunch. Tony, ruchak. Ruchak. Bravo. Up till later on in the evening, in, in, in the States, we usually try to do dinner at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, whenever someone's home from work. In, in Europe, a lot of countries like Spain, it's like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. It really goes late. So in Croatia, they kind of tend to go towards that too. So the word for dinner is vechera. Vechera. So what are the, fir- so what are the um, six, le- first five letters in that um, word, Tony? It's like the dobro vechera. Dobra vecher, right? Vechera. So it's basically the meal of the evening. Vechera. Night food. Pretty much. Vechera. So it won't be maybe something that's wholly newly baked, but it might be leftovers from the day, or maybe it's some cold meats and, you know, like a light salad. So it's not going to be the big meal that we Americans kind of end the night on and go to sleep with a big tummy, Mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily healthy, healthy for you. Okay. So let's say you let's say you walk in on somebody having doruchak or ruchak or vechera, right? In France, and it's used in the states too. We say bon appetit, right? Which means basically have a good meal. The way to say bon appetit in Croatian is dobartek. 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 So when you walk into a room and all of a sudden you walked in on people, you know, chowing down some food, you say dobartek. Or if you're at a restaurant, and you say dobartek, and you walk in, walk in by people, and you know, say dobartek. And they say chvala, and they continue their meal. Oh. Wishing them to have a happy meal. Nice. So now let's move on to the actual compliments you would give food, right? Mm. So if something is delicious and or tasty, kind of in the same vein, the word for that is ukusno. Ukusno. Ponovo bit, Tony. Ukusno. Ukusno. Bravo. So if something is ukusno, it's tasty. Mm, we know one already from before. Something for sweet is slatko. Hey, hey! So that plays for food and it plays for sweethearts. Plays for reports. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yes, it's true. They're very super sweet reports. Very super, super sweet. Super slatko. So if something is ukusno, you're saying, "Wow, this is del- this is tasty. This is delicious." So if something, let's say, let's get a little bit more dainty here. If something is, another way of complimenting food is the word fine. Fino. Fino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fino. 
Fino. Aina, fino. Fino. Right, so let's say um, you're having chavap and it's ukusno. And you have some uh, um, cabbage salad on the side. Aina, fino. Mm, fino. And then what if something is wonderful? Like let's say I make this amazing Croatian <laughs> dessert and it's wonderful. It's predivno. Predivno. So there's the word we kind of all are familiar with, a divine in there, right? Predivno is more than, it's like heavenly. It's wonderful. Predivno. Predivno. Excellent, Tony. Bravo. So here's a, here's a way that I found really helpful for friends. Let's say if you're lucky enough to have dinner with the Croatian family and you're kind of, it's a big tradition, you're kind of expected to eat a lot. And <laughs> let's say you're doing your best and you're trying to impress and you're, you've knocked out two plates, but you know it's, you want to tap out. So the way you say enough, please, <laughs> please enough, Dosta? Dosta? Molimbas. Molimbas. So it's a very fun, playful, and respectful way of saying, I can't eat anymore. <laughs> Thank you. I just can't eat anymore. I, I'm seeing, I'm, the coma is hitting me. Dosta, molimbas. Dosta, molimbas. Right. So as you're saying, I've had enough. Puno fala. Thank you. Excellent. Let's review all those words that we did. Are you ready, okay. Tony? Da. Tony, the, the, the words for Happy Easter are sretan uskurs. Sretan uskurs. Bravo. Bon appetit in Croatian is dobartek. Dobartek. Odlično. Food na Hrvatski is hrana. Hrana. Super. Breakfast, the meal before lunch, doruchak. Doruchak. T- Tony, what's your go-to doruchak? Probably like a oatmeal or something. Very good. Yeah. So, uh, DJ Mo? I hop all over. Um, usually like hard-boiled eggs and guacamole. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. Awesome. Okay. The word for lunch, ruchak. Ruchak. Bravo. The word for lunch is ruchak. The word for dinner, the, the evening meal, vechera. Vechera. Bravo. Vechera. If something is delicious and tasty, it's ukusno. Ukusno. Yeah. Super. This is avoya ukusno. This is very tasty. If something is fine, elegant, fino. Fino. Yeah, I am a fino. <laughs> right? I kind of that sounds very Italian as well, right? Yeah. Like I oh, think yeah. it's a it's a you can use that in any uh, any language and you you get across. Any let's say in Europe, maybe that won't work other parts of the other parts of the world. Wonderful. The word for wonderful is predivno. Predivno. Yeah. Odlično. And Tony, if you've just had a meal with a Croatian family and you're trying to be nice, but you know you can't eat anymore, and the uh, the the mom and dad are still trying to put food on your plate, you say dosta molimbas. Dosta molimbas. Dosta molimbas. Predivno ukusno fino uh, mo, dosta molimbas. <laughs> dosta molimbas. I mean, yeah. You better start throwing those compliments at him <laughs> and try to get him to try to stay away. <laughs> oh, he actually liked it. Yes. Fala yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Tony D, that, that is our uh, episode 42 lesson revolving around food. Remember, one more little reminder for you guys. The uh, translations page on the website, letslearncreation.com, will have all of these words up there. The lesson page will be up there. All of these words 
you need to see them written down, you know, you've got the fun C's, the ch's, you know, a, a lot of those are, are all over the place. So those are there. As we move along, our super slot report is brought to you by TD Soaps. Handcrafted small batch bar soaps made with all natural minimal ingredients. Pick up yours today at tdsoaps.com. That's T-E-E-D-E-E-S soaps.com. And get clean with TD Soaps. It's time for the Super Slotko Report. All right, everybody, this is a, a very exciting part we have today. We are, um, for our Super Slot Club today, we have a special guest. We have the author of Croatian Desserts, 50 Authentic Recipes to Make at Home. We have Andrea Pisatz. She's joining us for an interview. We're going to ask her some questions about the book, about desserts. And welcome to the show, Andrea. Hi, thank you for inviting me. DJ Mo, take, take over. Yeah, lead our way here. Super exciting. Thank you for making it. So um, I got to say, when I stumbled upon this book, I was extremely excited. Um, this definitely scratched inch in my household. Uh, my mother-in-law and my wife have both been kind of trying to figure out, like, where can I get one resource for a lot of the stuff that they miss? And uh, I stumbled upon this website, and I bought two copies of this book right away. And lo and behold, here we are with Andrea a couple months later. You know, it's definitely one of those things where... It came from nothing, and it became something really, really cool that we're all really excited about. Um, so, Andrea, where are you right now, and tell us what you've been up to. I am in Velika Gorica, which is the town where the Zagreb airport is located. So, I'm I'm about 15 kilometers south from Zagreb. And, uh, oh. Yeah, what you've been up to is a big question, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm finishing my second cookbook, and oh, this wow. is going to Whoa. be... This is going to be a cookbook of savory Croatian dishes because so many people said, okay, now uh, you got us going with this Croatian <laughs> desserts. Now we're waiting for the savory dishes, you know, all oh, those man. sarmas and chavapi oh, and burek. Oh. And wow. There we go. There you we just go. sold three copies right now. You haven't finished it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that was actually going to be one of my questions. It's like, what are you doing now? Like the like next book. Um, very exciting. So that's uh, kind of what we're, I was hoping to hear. Um, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, it's been a really lengthy process because I'm very thorough and I cook and bake every single recipe that you can find in my cookbooks. So uh, I turned my apartment into a studio slash uh, professional kitchen awesome. uh, with lots of like studio lighting and everything. So every single dish um, is prepared in my own kitchen and photographed by me. So, you know, it will be really kind of fail proof. Wow. You're, I'm super impressed and I'm yeah. very jealous of your setup. Yes. <laughs> um, so well, uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, Andre, l- let me ask you a, a first question. How many of these recipes that, that you put in the, in the dessert book and that you're going to put in your new book, how many of them are from your family, from, from, you know, mom and dad and everybody back in your family? I'd say two thirds. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I have a when people ask me where I'm from in Croatia, it's one of the most difficult questions for me because I come from all over Croatia. And the only part of Croatia where I don't have relatives is Istria. Mm. Everywhere else, you know, I'm covered, you know, from the northwestern Croatia, like Medjimurje and Zagurje to Slavonia. This is where my husband has his maternal family. 
Dalmatia. My father is from Dalmatia. So, you know, central Croatia. And so we covered, you know, our two families covered all that. Wow. And where we couldn't find, you know, recipes in our own families, we basically looked uh, to get help from friends. And I also did, you know, um, a, a lot of writing, like travel writing throughout Croatia. So I met lots of people there in the field and I asked them and I got recipes from very generous grannies. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. Yes. Excellent source material. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I, I wanted to touch upon something that, because um, we were kind of floating around questions between ourselves um, pre-interview here. And one of the things that um, uh, Mike sent out, and I didn't want to forget this and leave it off, is that desserts spelled backwards is stressed. Did you know that? I never thought about it. So all the desserts no. were stress eating, you know, it's perfect. I never yeah. thought about it. Yes. Where'd you get that one from, Mike? You know what? Someone posted it. Like there's a, some cafe somewhere in California or the Southwest that, you know, when you walk into their, their cafe, it's on the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Desserts spelled backwards is stressed. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, <laughs> that's really perfect. It's really perfect. So. Can I ask you a question? Sure. So if you uh, if you guys tried any of Croatian desserts, how would you compare them to the stuff that you can get in the States? Do you think that they're less sweet than American desserts or not? Um, that's interesting for me. Like, I, I think the tastes are so much different. And the fact that I, I think in, in Croatian sweets, they don't use icing as much or icing is pure sugar and butter versus, because I grew up with these desserts too, the crostole, the fritule, palacinke, and they always had a different taste and texture versus let's say American chocolate chip cookies and cupcakes and chocolate cake. They were kind of two different worlds to me. So, and, and they always, and they had a special place because for me it was these, these sweets were around someone got married or someone had a, a, a baby shower and a lot of the Croatian women would, would bake and make all of these cookies, and then you would have this huge setup for a, a big amount of people. As to where now in the States, I mean, you can get cookies, you can eat cookies and cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you might not be getting good stuff. So the creation stuff was always a little bit more special because it was made with love versus mass produced by Chips Ahoy, which, which raised me throughout my childhood. <laughs> yeah, I agree with them on that. Um... And so for me, when I when I was first introduced to these kind of desserts through through actually Mike's mother, um, and she was cooking stuff and baking stuff and dropping it off, you know, it it was very you know, n- I wasn't unfamiliar. It wasn't a new world for me. Like I was like, oh, this is tasty. I enjoy it. But when I showed it to my kids, they were like, why is it not sweet enough? Like, wh- where's the rest of it? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So well, speaking to to DJ Mo there, he was talking about like the the sweetness of things. Um, and one of the questions, why is walnut one of the Croatian go-tos in, in a lot of the desserts? Mm. That's a really interesting question. It has to do with frugality and accessibility, I would say, because in the old days, uh, every house, uh, every yard of every house had a walnut tree. Hmm. So mm. that was something that you you didn't have to buy. You just had it. And the interesting, another interesting part is the seasonality. So walnuts would be used between uh, autumn and they would have to be used up before Easter. So potica or the Croatian nut roll or orechnacha, uh, it would have to be eaten by Easter. So we wouldn't use walnuts throughout the summer because 
you know, the walnuts would go bad in the hot weather. Mm. And so it just has to do with, you know, the, the kind of traditional way of life that not many people remember in Croatia either these days. But this is, this is how life, you know, looked like before. Wow. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I like, uh, I mean, I like the flavors. Everything looks so amazing. I definitely want to try everything. Um, but I have to leave it up to to Uncle Mike to... <laughs> To walk me through it all, so. Well, you know, like like Andre mentioned earlier, like the, the, the three of us, we're gonna put some recipes together and, and bake and do that fun stuff. And and that's kind of why I picked palachinka because I mean, it isn't too far off the Americans, how we how we do pancakes. So I know it's not gonna be as hard as let's say you said strudel, you guys are making strudel and yeah. over there with Tony. Like those <laughs> are some very challenging recipes. So mm-hmm. is, is there any other, let's say, like um, recipes that are a little bit more on the beginner end? Because I know I know palachinka aren't that bad. And and there's actually some recipes in here that I, I recognize some German words, like the Kaiserscharm. That, that's a very German word, no? Yes. Yeah. That's very similar to uh, palachinka because it's basically called like a shredded pancake. So mm-hmm. it's like pa- pancake batter, but it's a little bit... Um, enriched, enriched with raisins and it's made with kind of separating uh, the egg yolk from the egg whites and uh, but I would say like the kind of between the beginner and intermediate level you have pies so you have apple pie and sweet cheese pie so mm-hmm. that's you know that would be an option and also it's interesting to compare it with the American style pie because you know we our short crust pastry is a little bit softer because we use sour cream in the dough mm. and oh, wow. it always has the the top part as well so it's always covered so it's never kind of an open pie awesome. oh wow yeah wow so your english is wonderful how 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 did you learn <laughs> english and how 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 familiar are you with, with 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 american pastries let's say uh well first you know in croatia children start to learn foreign languages at a very early age so I started English when I was six before oh, wow. I started my um, primary school. Uh, and then I have a degree in English. And okay, then after, after I graduated from university, I went to the UK. So I did my MA and my PhD in London. And I also um, worked for a bit at the university there. And then I decided to come back to Croatia. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what was your other question? Uh, American, uh, they, yeah. So if you're familiar um, with American pastries, how about, how about British pastries? I have, I have yes. no concept of what that, what those are like. Well, you know, when I, when I realized that I can, um, talk and write a lot about the Croatian culture through food, uh, then I started investigating other, you know, culinary heritages, like, you know, you know, the the famous French cuisine and the mm. Italians and yeah, the UK and the Americans. So yeah, I'm very familiar and that's why I like to draw comparisons, you know, it's because people assume that, you know, a cookbook will just be, I don't know, like a set of ingredients and, you know, steps how to do something, but it's also a, a window into a different kind of you know cuisine you know into a different way of thinking about food and desserts um and one thing that i definitely noticed is that the americans are always complaining how uh you know that we don't put enough sugar in our desserts (laughs) (laughs) or or that sometimes our desserts are too dry 
you know, mm. because like um, in 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 the UK, they always eat pies with uh, custard, so mm. with some kind of cream or with ice cream. So it's all kind mm. of gooey and, you know, you eat it with a spoon. Whereas here in Croatia, like everything is more kind of dry and crumbly. And we have lots of these kind of biscuits, especially for Christmas and Easter. And yeah, so I like looking into these differences between kind of between different cuisines. Mm -hmm. And I got to say the uh, connections between how you kind of go into in your book, that is, how do you go into each dessert? Yeah, so there's an intro, folks. So like you, you start reading a little bit about it before you even start making it. So there's a, a you, it connects you to what you're doing. And I don't, a lot of cookbooks like really skip that part. <laughs> like there's just oh, like yeah. a bunch yeah. of recipes back to back to back. And at least this, when you're looking at it, you're not just getting a cookbook. You're getting a little bit more backstory behind each one. Not to mention the uh, the tidbits in between, like the red tidbits. Um, uh, each recipe actually has a little bit like of a of a hint or don't miss this. Don't forget that. Or when it rolls, yes. do this. You know, I was like, oh, man, it's like she's in the room talking to me over my shoulder, like pointing out what I'm <laughs> yeah, doing wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, very helpful. Very helpful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful book, honestly. Uh, I also want, you know, you, when you mentioned like parallels and comparisons, uh, I always like to connect um, like for example, we have this uh, very special Easter bread that people will be doing now for Easter, and it's called pinza or sirnica. And, uh, you know, if you don't know much about it, you know, I can just start telling you all the story and it will take me 15 minutes to explain what it is. But I can, you know, cut the long story short and tell you it's a Croatian version of the brioche dough. <laughs> and oh. I told you everything. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. So this is how I do like I know, you know, the different types of dough in other, you know, classic cuisines like the French and the Italian and I can just make these comparisons and that will be easier for people to understand, you know, what a Croatian dessert is all about. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to try that whenever you guys want to make it for me. <laughs> there, you go, <laughs> there you go, Tony. <laughs> I'm willing to try it all. Um, yes. <laughs> Well, with that, um, I think the biggest question everybody wants to know, what's your favorite dish? Ooh, good question. So strudel. Uh, it's probably why I decided to write the cookbook, because oh. I tried for so many years to replicate my grandma's strudel. And, mm. I, you know, her instructions were, oh, the pastry needs to be as soft as an earlobe. You know, now you guess how much flour you need to put in. Wow. wow. Yeah, there you go. That's a great, that's, that's wonderful. That's so, hilarious. I, so I made it, you know, uh, it was a challenge for me to, to write the perfect recipe, you know, to get it down to a gram, you know. So when I, when I managed to do that, now I can do a strudel in my sleep. And, you know, you basically... When you learn a strudel, though, you know how to make a burek as well, and you can do all kinds of wonderful um, creations, either sweet or savory, because filo pastry is so versatile. You can basically create your own filling, and it's just wonderful. So that's my favorite. Thing. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank wow. you for that answer. Um, yeah, thank you. So not to take up too much of your time here, Andrea, and we appreciate you coming on with us. I did want to put out there that um, Andrea is being super generous, and she's giving away one free copy to one of our listeners. And we came up with a cool little contest. Um, 
So we're going to link it into our website. So you go to our website, you go to the webpage, you're going to find the information for the contest, essentially a direct link to Andrea's recipe page. You go on there, you tackle to the best of your ability, one of the free ones on there, <laughs> try it out for yourself, take pictures, send them back to us at info at letslearncroatian.com. You can put them on the Instagram, you can put them on the Facebook, whatever is easiest for you. Uh, and we'll put a deadline on there for you. And you get it to us by then, we'll choose the coolest one. And then Andrea will send you a free book. So very, very cool. Thank you, Thank you so that, much Andrea. for doing that. That's, that's that's really nice. Yeah, and I definitely look forward to uh, all of your creations. I want to see those great pictures. And, you know, I want to I wanna know how, how you guys managed to solve the creation desserts challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. mm, yeah, it is a challenge for sure. <laughs> so before you go, any, any tips before we, we kind of boldly go where um, we haven't gone before? <laughs> Into the kitchen. Into the yes. kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, just uh, read all the tips. Read read the small letters. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's in the details. It's in the details. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely don't do what I usually do: is skip to the end <laughs> and then work my way backwards and figure out what I did wrong. Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. that's called not reading directions. <laughs> right. Yeah. I do have. I do have a. Um, something that I I like to emphasize is that in Croatia we. Um, we use the metric system of measuring mm -hmm. ingredients. So, um, and but my cookbook has both. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely mention U.S. cups and the that kind of measuring system. But uh, baking and doing pastry is a very very precise process. So if you are comfortable with using the scale, I would suggest that you do that because you know measuring by volume and by weight you know is two completely different things and it, mm. there's a difference if your flour is sifted or not sifted but if you're measuring the weight it will be definitely more precise and you stand a much better chance of doing the dessert right excellent i love it yeah great advice Brilliant yeah. advice. good point good point so yeah folks so this book is has both so if you're following the metric system wherever you are in the world there's that if, if you're in the u.s like us and we're using cups and all that stuff it's in there for you too so she definitely is giving us the best leg up on being able to follow the directions and get something really awesome out of it so um yeah. andrea thank you so much for your time super appreciative we're excited um we're really looking forward to your new book when you're done with it um we'll have you back on for that if that's okay um yeah please yeah we'd love I, honestly i'm a huge chivak <laughs> fan so pff, i'm really got me signed up so um yeah so thank you again thank you again appreciate it thank you thank you thank Pono you for inviting me and dober tech yes nice Pono okay wow that was awesome um andrea thank you again so 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 happy that you came on uh, with us we were very excited to have you and we look forward to having you again when your new book comes out yes yes um but I, we we gotta say uh your book is amazing uh we've all used it and we've made some really cool stuff with it and we can't wait to post it and, and show you oh yes i'm excited super very much super excited super odlichno as we say that we have gotten together and all tried one of her recipes from the book from the book tony d what did you make I made the uh, Princess Krafne, the cream puffs. Princess Krafne and, and uh, DJ Mo. Strudel od Jabuke. Strudel od Jabuke. And I made the, the Kaiser Schmarrn. Mm. Kaiser Scharn. I, I keep getting that name uh, 
kind of flip flop. So the Kaiser Shine, we mentioned it in the interview, is a, is a version. It's a fluffy version of pancakes served with a side of jam. Tony D's uh, Princess Krafne are cream puffs, which right. I'm really excited to try the the custard on the inside. And DJ Mo apple strudel yeah yeah uh, apparently her favorite dessert didn't mm. know that when my daughter decided to pick it for me um <laughs> so yeah so it was really uh nice to hear that is on the more difficult scale uh, yes during the interview did you uh, get help from the little one a uh, little bit uh um, like what two minutes she wanted to do more it's just it, i was learning at this as i was doing i did it twice so this is the second version mm. of it um it, it, I just didn't want to bring bring over a dud, so I wanted to make sure I at least got two tri- two tries at it. And uh, the first time she helped out more than the second time. Um, but uh, essentially, it, it it was she Andrea was right. It definitely is is work a challenge. It's a challenge, but it it's not impossible. Very very doable if you you know apply yourself and read all the details. Yeah, that was how I studied that recipe for like a couple of days. I read it yeah, a bunch of times same. over and over so I could be like, "All right, I'm not going to have any surprises when mm-hmm. it came down to it." And then once I got started, mine was done in less than 45 minutes. And I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> right. So, yeah. and and I think it's one of those things where it's supposed to be served hot after dinner mm. versus like the things you guys picked are kind of things you can set aside and bring to like a festa or a birthday party afterwards or any kind of let's say a, a baptism when everyone's getting together, mine's something that you could do. We just had dinner. We got some, uh, got the ingredients and who wants a side of Kaiserstein? Totally. Totally do. Right. It's delicious, Mike. Well done. So mm-hmm. a lot of butter and, and very little powder, very little uh, flour and very little eggs, but the butter like, Oh man, my house smelled so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just happy about that. Yeah. Mine. Um, lots of butter, lots of sugar. Hmm. Three parts to it, actually. So wow, that was the fun part. And um, if anybody out there thinks that they uh, they can't do it because they don't have a kitchen, well, I don't have a kitchen, and uh, actually actually made it work. So definitely something that you can do. So let's follow up with the challenge that we we came up with for everyone, right? So in, during the interview, we talked about um, Andrea was willing to send out a free copy to. Any listener. So here, here is the stipulations for to that. One lucky listener. To one lucky listener to get a free copy. Sorry. Anyone. One, any one listener. So what we're going to do is she has her website, and we're going to post it on our thing, on unlesslearncreation.com. She has her website, and she's got a handful of recipes to choose from. Correct. So pick free, a recipe. Free. Free, re- you know, free. You know, I think there's, there's 50 total in the book, and I haven't checked how many there are on our website. There's a, there's a good amount. Okay. From, yeah. So uh, definitely over five. Mm-hmm. Pick one, make it, make it once, make it twice. Enjoy it with your family. Take picture, take a picture of your final, uh, take a picture of your final product, mm-hmm. your final meal. There. Tell us what it is in case we don't recognize it. Right. Know. Tell us what it. Tell us what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it looks nothing like the picture before you've eaten it. So you and <laughs> what we'll do is by the by April sixteenth, which is pretty much in three weeks from the result of this episode, we will judge the best looking photograph. It doesn't mean like the best quality photograph. We can't taste it there with you. Right. So we're guessing and we'll select you to win a free copy of Croatia Desserts. And it'll be sent to you by Andrea Pisats. Pretty odlichno if you ask me. Super odlichno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, you got three guys here who aren't, I, I don't consider myself kitchen savvy. 
DJ Mo, I think you're like the, the hottest chef in, in the house right now, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. totally doable. Yeah. Yeah, totally yeah. doable. So um, while doing this, uh, we all like took pictures. And so we will be posting those um, through our social media and we'll be tagging um, Andrea on that so she can catch them too. But uh, as I was taking pictures, as I was making my, my, uh, my strudel here, uh, a couple things were coming to me that I thought I'd ask the boys here and just to kind of put out there. And mm. um, Tony, wow. Excellent. Yeah. I haven't had that one yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, get down. You didn't get it from me if you get food poisoning. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, and if, if you guys find my wedding ring, I, I lost it in there somewhere. Uh, let me know. That's why I broke my tooth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but did anything surprise you during the process? Maybe in yourself, in the recipe, something you didn't c- consider you were doing that came to you and you're like, oh, wow, cool. What was that? I've scrambled eggs a bunch of times to eat. But in this recipe, you had to separate the white from the yolk. Mm-hmm. And then scrambling just the white was a different experience, you know, because it kind of really fluffs up and it gets airy. And I thought that was really incredible. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Tony D. Um, for me, I think I, I just mentioned a little bit of it, but definitely uh, I've made a lot of pastries in the past. And back then I had a kitchen, a uh, full oven, full stove and working with a hot plate and a toaster oven um, this time around was a, a pretty big challenge. And I, I felt like I was up for the challenge and I mean, I don't know, guys. What do you think? They're delicious. Don't I'm you? impressed. Can you tell? I think they're great. Yeah, Come they're on, really great. good. Yeah, it was, it was a cool learning experience because, like, I've made custards before in the past, um, but when you have a hot plate that turns off at a certain temperature, <laughs> oh really? And doesn't keep a boil. It's it's pretty tough. So I was, uh, you know, overcoming challenges. But mm-hmm. I, I was like, man, I know I can make a custard. Yeah, DJ Moses is great. Yeah. Oh, I'm loving all that cinnamon. Is there nutmeg in there too? No, no, just cinnamon cinnamon. and walnuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. taste that walnut. Mm -hmm. Super. I hope you guys are enjoying this as much as we are, (laughs) which I doubt. But yeah, we got a little plate full of three different things. You know, um, it's pretty phenomenal when it comes from the same person. So Andrea, if we could raise our glass to you, cheers to you. Thank you for putting together a good book. We're definitely enjoying the fruits of your labor. Yeah, like. Three successful up, uh, recipes here, and, mm-hmm. I, and I bet the rest are going to be just as amazing. Mm-hmm. So my next question that also came to me, um, you guys have tasted your work. What could you do better next time? Hmm. I, I, I probably messed up on measurements, mm-hmm. and this is definitely one of those things I've never seen before. So I bet if, if I could see the real deal from someone who's, com- who's familiar with it and knows what, what they're doing versus mm-hmm. me, I mean, I, 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 maybe it is different, and, and I'm and I'm and I'm kind of bummed that I'm not serving it fresh and hot because I made this a couple hours ago because we had so much prep work to do for the episodes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it for me. Don't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'd have to say <laughs> that making this was was a fun challenge. Um, because I really like cream puffs, I really like custards. <laughs> yeah, but I think. Like I, I made it once last night, test run, and then I made it this morning. So I knew, like, oh, I know exactly what I need to change up. But then as I was mixing and making, you know, because I, I normally make soap stuff, as you all know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I use um, a hand mixer, like a power mixer and all that cool stuff there. But this time I was using old-fashioned whisk and metal yeah. bowl and whipping up the, the um, 
the whipped cream and whipping up the the custard and, and everything just took so much longer mm-hmm. more <laughs> handheld and it was more it made me feel more like involved mm-hmm. but i think while doing that i was thinking of all the different flavors and different change-ups i could do with like a lemon custard or oh sure know, mm-hmm. even adding like walnut paste to it and just all the different add-ins that i could do for next time so i was thinking oh how can i tweak this to make it my own how about you dj Mo? yeah well for me it's a couple of things um having the test run really kind of opened my eyes a little bit to like what i was what i could do better for my next for the one i was going to bring tonight so for me, like there was just like the 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 tools I chose mm. to do the job the first my first go around weren't the exact ones that I that I, even though I had them for some reason I just opted for these ones for whatever whatever reason like um one of the things that I needed was a tablecloth mm. and I just asked my wife hey what tablecloth can I ruin and she's like do that one and I didn't think anything of it and I just grabbed it uh, and there's a there's a better tablecloth than others for this particular, you know, strudel because of the way the tablecloth's made. Some of them will soak up the flour. You're supposed to drench this thing with flour so you can rub and flatten it out and all that good stuff. But if the, the tablecloth is like eating up all your flour, it's just going to stick to it over and over again. Mm-hmm. So that led to a lot of my frustrations on my first go around. So I knew I had to change that. So those kinds of things, you know, just like choosing better tools and like yeah. knowing that. Same here. <laughs> um, the second thing was kind of what Tony D was already kind of talking to you about. How would you make it your own? And something that's in her her book is like you know, as I'm reading this, you know, she'll say, "Add two tablespoons of this, or more if you like. Make it your own. Make it your own signature thing." And yeah. that's kind of, I kind of took that to heart, and I started thinking about how could I make this my own? What would I change differently? So this is so. Although my first go around on this was great it came out great everyone loved it like my even my, my mother-in-law had some she and she she goes this is amazing i can't believe you did this on your first yeah. try so I, I got that on my first try so that's great but um the second go around actually i made some changes of my own and it's gonna progress it's gonna get better and i already think it's my wife this is way better than, la- than last night because i made it two nights in a row so my house is pretty full of street right now <laughs> yeah. but um i think um making it your own signature thing is, is what i'm gonna go for and try and make it you know my own and that's that's kind of the cool part of, of cooking you know she, andrea made a really great foundation for us to start from and if oh, you, yeah. she says if you want to make a own signature thing go for it and that's what i'm going to do so i don't think it's, it's a bad thing to, to change it going for it it's just more so just trying to put your own stamp on things yeah yeah but she's definitely correct when it when she means follow the instructions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then also to um be exact because it's an exact science yeah, weigh, measure it weigh out, things weigh it can. out, make sure you have the instructions correct and the ingredients correct. Because when you start mixing things together and you have no idea what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, I've done that plenty of times before, but lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Great segue into my last question, guys. What resonated with you and you, you took from this experience? What what did you learn? What, what kind of is, is going to stick with you moving forward? Maybe something... Um, was kindled in you that you that you want to like dive into more on or whatever whether it be uh ma- cooking prepping uh, chopping technique whatever you know a kitchen tool learning it and using it better whatever it is anything like that i just like the process and at, at least for my dessert it wasn't too involved you know it was fun to put together maybe you know it was less than 10 ingredients and it smelled great making it and I'm like you know what this, I could totally put this together after a dinner, you know, a random dinner, not worry about like buying desserts if, if necessary, but to make this on occasion and with minimal ingredients and, you know, kind of sweet made from the heart. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was kind of the, the wholesomeness of it. It was great. <laughs> well, for me, I think um, definitely going to bake more. Mm. I think give give it give it a go more so. Um, Did you feel like you were hampered before due to um, constraints? Yes, yes. And I felt like like I, I always loved baking, obviously, and cooking. I just kind of let baking drop off because, you know, because my limitations um, with my living environment. But as far as what I did today, I feel pretty successful. I feel like I'm going to give it a go more, more often. <laughs> nice. I look forward to it. How about you? Um, well, yeah, uh, I definitely, uh, as you guys know, I like cooking already. So this was already, this is up my alley, but I don't do a whole lot of baking. So I'm definitely going to do a lot more of that. I'm already getting requests. So, um, yeah. definitely you're going to see a lot more stuff coming out of my kitchen and my oven as opposed to my barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Uh, you can't smoke a strudel? I mean, can't smoke a strudel. <laughs> I mean, I checked. I checked. Um, that was the first try. <laughs> but I think, uh, but I think one of the things that, that I took away from this is just like utilizing the, the tools and not being afraid of like measurements. And that's something that she mentioned in the interview as well. Um, looking at measuring things out by weight, uh, uh, the proper way to kind of make sure you're more exact. Um, and uh, just being comfortable with the tools. So like like the scale, she says, get comfortable with that. You know, that's something you're going to get better at just to make better um, outcomes, you know. And then um, the being able to dig stuff out of my cabinets that we've had for years, like mm. a mixer. You know, we've had this mixer for since I got married, you know, as a gift. Um, and yeah. we, I pulled the thing out, dusted it off, and things amazing. Do you see either of, of your two children, like, being like, hey, I oh, want to help yeah. next time? They both wanted to. Yeah. I, and to be honest, I, they wanted to because uh, I, they saw me enjoying it, you know. And that's <laughs> something that, that resonates with in, in any kid, you know. They, they, if they see someone else having a good time and being involved with it and being passionate about it, they're going to want to do the same thing. Mm. And that's how they grow and that's how they want to kind of get introduced to stuff by – learning and experiencing and that's and I'll, I'll let them now that i know kind of what i can let them do yeah <laughs> uh, it just seemed like i i, I kind of didn't know myself you know mm-hmm. and now that i do i, I just definitely a lot of little, little things i can have them helping with yeah so you gotta enthusiastically brush your teeth and mm-hmm. enthusiastically it, it really well, does like, work yeah it's so much fun mm-hmm. yeah it works so andrea again thank you for opening our eyes a little bit here with our bacon you know we're going to take it to the next level hopefully you see some more stuff come out of our kitchens mm-hmm. and our ovens but good stuff. Bravo. Time for your Mental. Remember, you can find us at letslearncroatian.com. The podcast is on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, 
Podcast Addict, Listen Notes, Pod Chaser, and Deezer. Wow. That's a whole strudel full of, of, of things. We had a great episode, guys. I really got to say it was amazing. If you want to get involved and you want to be part of this magic that we call Lesson Creation, join us, follow us on our Facebook page, LLC Pod. Instagram is also LLC Pod. Twitter, at LLC underscore pod. New feature of Twitter, guys, Creation Word of the Day. Yeah. Being a lot of res- responses with that. That's been fun. And um, email us if you want. Info at letslearncreation.com. And remember, if you want to try to win a cop- your own very own copy of Creation Desserts, 50 Authentic Recipes to Make at Home, go on the, go on the website, find a recipe, bake it, make a picture of it, send it to us. By April 16th. By April 16th. From the entire Let's Learn Creation team, Tony D., Dovartek. Oh, you took it from yeah, me. Yeah, and DJ Mo. Oh, Dovartek. Yes, Dovijenia y Lakunoch. Lakunoch. 